Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, if you have your Bibles today, I want you to turn to Philippians chapter 1. And, uh, you know, we're excited here at City Church and especially about the next couple of weeks as we go into Easter season and also hard to believe next Sunday's our ninth year anniversary. Anyways, that being said, as we've gotten to this point and the hundreds that we have watch online and so forth, I wanted to share with you, many of you received a letter this week about um, our new building. And you know, if you've been here at <clears throat> any amount of time, you can see I'm gasping for air here a little bit, that uh, I always have had a hard time talking about money. And, I, and let me share with you why. And the reason being is that I, as a PK Brump as a pastor's kid and so forth. And I would listen to my dad and my grandfather and then also all the things that I saw that were taken advantage of of the Lord's, just of the Lord's work over the years, especially now that we have on television, on YouTube. And one of the things my dad always taught me is you always be so, you're always careful with the Lord's work and with his money. And you hold it like this. You let it just go through. So I, I want to say as I share with you this letter, many of you have asked how that you can give towards the building. And <clears throat> I want to share this with you because we don't, this is something that we don't do that much. But I don't want to apologize for it either because I feel like it's a, it's a blessing that God's given us. And many of you have asked how can we give towards that. And I want, I, I want you to know as I go through the message today and this, to know that what this miracle that God has done with our church, no matter what you're facing in your life right now, the way and one of the ways the Lord has so come through that you, you, all of you were willing to wait. And if we wait on the Lord, it is amazing to see what he does. I, I just want to share this letter with you that many of you got this week, and, and uh, we are in a, dear City Church family, we are in a season of celebration for the miracle God is providing us. Let me begin this letter by saying thank you for your faithfulness and your prayers and your generous giving to the Lord as we approach our nine-year anniversary of City Church. Bible says for such a time as this, the Lord Jesus Christ is actually providing a building for our church family. And as a result, many of you, and that's why they wrote this letter and sent it out, many of you have asked how that you can give towards the items and things that we need towards the new building where we're going to hold services. Prayerfully, hopefully, we're going to move in this summer. I, we hope that. In close, you will find a list of top needs and some of the future ones that we when we'll take that special offering on our anniversary Sunday, which is next Sunday. All the offering next week will be given, or that's given, will go towards a new building. City Church's desire has always been to be light and love to hurting people. As we begin this next chapter, we hope to do even greater things for God's kingdom. This success story 
And this miracle is ours and yours to share as you have all played an important part in this mission. And God's word tells us, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. And in Nehemiah 2.18, they begin to wall, build the walls around the city. And I told of them of my hand of God, which has been good upon me, and also the king's word that he spoke to me. So they said, this is if even today, let us rise up and build. And they set their hands to do uh, this good work. And as we do this good work, how the Lord touches your heart to give, everything that's given next Sunday will go towards that. And uh, let's pray. Father, I so can't thank you enough openly, publicly, whether it goes in the airways or right here today. Lord, I can't thank you enough for this fellowship of believers. And so after year after year after year, we're still willing to believe that you we're going to provide a place for us where we didn't have to go to a bank. Father, you have done that. Lord, that is a miracle. And Lord, as I speak today in your word and what people are going through, where are we headed in society and as a believer, Lord? We don't know, but we know as that, as a believer, you will always, always show us the next step. Lord, help us today in this crazy world that we live in to give us peace and hope to this message today in Jesus' name. Amen. In Philippians chapter 1, we're going to look at verses 1 through 6. And you know, as I always do, I studied so much this week and was looking at all the different things that are happening in our world. And, I, and there was a couple different examples and I, that I was going to share with you at the beginning of the day. And it was such a shock value that what you see that's happening, you're seeing the same things I am that all, all in our culture that is being okay in, in our side. I thought, you know what? Uh, I don't want to do that today it, because it, it I know what you believe, and I know sometimes we have to remind ourselves who we are, what we believe, but I just want us to go to God's Word today in Philippians chapter 1 in your own life and look at whatever you're going through, Philippians 1 verse 6, I want to encourage you. If you don't have this verse memorized as a believer, you need to have this memorized. It's such a value to your life. Philippians chapter 1 verse 6. Be confident of this very thing that he, meaning God, the Lord Jesus Christ, who has begun a good work in you, will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. He who has begun a good work will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. You know, none of you would argue with me on what we're living in when I would say, what is going on in this world? I mean, every week, it's not just every year now, or we could say, ah, it's every six months and it's another song. You're like shaking your head. It's every week. You know, I, as, as our week starts new again this week, what are we going to hear on the news that we didn't hear last week that's going to, to shock you some way? I, I don't know, but it's going to be there. So that being said, and we're going to throw this other verse in real quick with it. But that being said, how can you handle 
everything that's going on in your life and in the world. And you know, and when I talk, I talk to different people at the grocery store, the girl that cuts my hair, always every everybody talked to you know about. I, I want to hear what they're thinking, you know. And this is what I hear. If you hear the same thing in the world, if you catch this, and you begin to talk to them about everything that's going on. You know what they say? I, and they put their hands up. I don't, I don't want to hear it. You know, there's so much going on in my own life. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to hear it. I hear that so much, and I know you do too. But we have to know that do we live in this world? We're going to be affected by what happens. And you are here today. You're facing things that you didn't face last Sunday. How do you handle that? Well, first, you realize that my life is in the Lord's hands. He, meaning the Lord Jesus Christ who saved you, the same as he saved you, by that faith, you're going to get through what you're going through because it's not dependent on you. That's what I want you to get there. Everything that, that you're facing right now and you're trying to see and you might be tired or things that you're facing, you think, man, where, where am I headed? What's going on? Well, where am I headed as a believer? That's a difference. See, all the things that you're facing, it's in the Lord's hands. You let him deal with it. And every day, what do we do? We take it back. We got to give it back to him. We take it back. How, how do we do that? Well, if I honestly believe, which I do, that I know without a doubt as a believer, and you do too, that the Lord has saved you, well, your, your life is in his hands. He's going to show you what to do. How does he do that then? That's the thing. You're sitting there saying, okay, Dallas, I, you know, I, I do kind of believe, but how's this, how's this going to help me as a believer to get through what I'm getting through? Well, let's look at this verse that goes along with this. John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5, is talking about Jesus when he came to this world. And John 1, verses 1 through 5. It's even referring back to Genesis. And the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. And he was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him, this is us today, in him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. That's the world today. But as a believer, the light of Jesus Christ is in within you, and I want you to get this as a believer as a believer, where are you headed? I don't know. I don't know where I'm headed. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I know this, that his light to the power of the Holy Spirit that's within you, as you get up and walk through the day, his light through wisdom that he gives you to the Holy Spirit's direction, he's going to illuminate what's going on. It says he's going to give you discernment in your heart, and it's going to show this light onto everything that's happened. And you'll say the same thing that I have many times. I, I don't even know how I came up with that. I, I don't even know how the Lord got me through that. That's right, but he did. This is what I want you to get. As a believer, we are on a path. And as long as you and I are on his path, we can see. The second we get off his path, it gets dark again because the darkness is all over. 
But when we get off his path, then we're, we start to get confused. We start to get discouraged. The devil comes at us with all these kind of temptations. If it's dark and we're dark, we're going to make the wrong decision. But if we're on his path and we have his word, what's light to our feet. I'm here to share with you today. You might go to make the decision and God knows your heart so much that as you go down that path and wherever you're headed, he won't let you make the decision. That's how powerful he is in your life. He loves you so much, he knows your heart and the desires of your heart. No matter what anybody else is saying, no matter what's swirling around you, God knows your heart. And he's going to take that. He goes, well, I know you want to do that. I know you want to do that, but that door's going to be shut because I know what's best for you. And I know your heart. And just stay with me on this path that I'm on. Stay with me. Trust me. And I'm going to take you down this road. It might take a while to get there. But when we get there, you're going to say, man, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Let's look at this other verse in the world we're living in. Look at Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 28. In the world that you and I are living in today, Hebrews 12, 28, as we go down this road and where we're headed as a believer, listen to what God's word says in verse 28. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Let me read it again. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom, in other words, God's kingdom, it's constantly showing us in the world that we live in today, we're receiving a kingdom that what? That cannot be shaken. And he combines it with his grace. You know why some of you and I are not maybe want to listen or be on that path of the Lord? <laughs> feel like you don't deserve it. Like, oh, man, the Lord does it better. I don't. That's his grace. We, we don't deserve anything that he, that he does for us. Because through the blood of Jesus Christ, his grace, he knows our heart. We stay with him and where we're headed no matter what we hear in this world, this world is shaking right now. All over. There's not one place. You know, at any given time right now, there's close to 30 wars. 30 wars in this world. Think about that. There's 30 wars. Now, that being said, and we bring it home, and I, I'm off track here a little bit because that phone's going off, all right? <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. We'll give you a minute. Go ahead. All right. All right. Go ahead. I know. It's okay. I want to share this with you. What was shaken in this world today where we live? You know what it was? You turned on the news this week and you heard this. I touched on it last week. I want to touch on it a little bit more today. The 16th largest bank. Do you know what's going to disappear? It's just going to go poof. People had millions of dollars. I believe that on Thursday, when they heard that the, the run was going to be on the bank, and they knew that bank was going under, I think it was like $40 billion was taken out. I can't comprehend that. 
But I want to tell you the world we're living in. How, was, how were business deals done 50 years ago? You know how they were done? All right, uh, Mary or Bob, or we're, we're on agreement with that, right? Yeah, yeah, we're on agreement. All right, hey, you good with that? Yeah, I'm good with it. Let's shake hands on it, right? Have you ever remortgaged your house? If you have a house, ever see all the paperwork you got to do for that? I don't even know where it's going. I just, you know, when you do that, it's crazy. That's my point. You know the heads of that bank? Two things. A bank that large is supposed to have a risk manager, which is called. Do you know for the last year and a half, there was no risk manager. Didn't have one. I don't know why they didn't replace the other person. They didn't have one. And they knew what was going to happen, and they saw what was getting ready to take place. And so they gave the people bonuses that were in line to get bonuses, knowing the bank was going to fail. That's the world we live in today. So why did that happen? Well, I, I, I have to go back to that verse in the Bible, not money. Talked about at the beginning. We've got to have it even to do what we're doing with this, the new building. Not money. It's the love of money. Get this, is the root of every kind of evil in the world. Do you know the internet, the, the millions and billions of dollars that's run off the internet? You know how it's run off of? You know what runs the engine of the internet? Pornography and gambling. That runs the engine of it. What I'm getting at today is that we're living in a society you can't trust people. The world is shaking all over because of lack of trust and because people have decided to do things their own way for themselves. And that's the world that we're living in. What is God saying that we're a part of? You and I every day. That's why it's not just you've received. It says you are receiving a world. You're you're a part of a kingdom that's constantly being built. In other words, God is going to show you in your life what you need to do every day to get stronger as a believer as you head down this road. He's going to build your life. All these people around you, you don't know who to trust. That's all right. God's going to give you wisdom on how to deal in those situations. Even though that other person might have the wrong motive, God knows your motive, and he's going to watch over you. And as everything starts to shake unbelievably all around us, nothing will shake you more than your health as you get older than knowing that you can't go to your bank and you can't get your money out. Nothing will shake you more as you get older in life. And what's God saying? He's saying, I want you to look to me. I know it's not easy. But he who, as a believer, began a good work in you, he's going to finish it. He's going to get it done. And we take our worries and all the things the devil throws in our mind, and we say, all right, Lord, you got this. You got, our, you got my job. You got my health. You got, I don't understand what's going on, but, Lord, you've got this. Do you know probably five years ago, easily, we could have gone to a bank because of the way that you've given. And, and 
graciously given to this church. And we could have gotten a loan, got a building, and then, do you ever get, like, it's like you get in a new car, right? You get a new car, and yeah, maybe you couldn't really afford it, but you got it, and, and uh, man, you're excited about that first week, and, and in, uh, another week, and all of a sudden, you get that first payment in the mail, right? Boy, it doesn't, that new car doesn't look like it used to, does it? Right? It just doesn't. You were so, again, it, I, I'm trying to give you an example of what God's done in our own fellowship to take it in your life as a believer. What you've seen the Lord do, the miracle that has happened, that you were willing to hold in and wait, and it took nine years, and God did this miracle, and we said all the way along that we weren't going to go to a bank. We don't have to go to a bank. God has graciously provided a way. So it, and, and it's amazing what you're going to see next week when we go tour this facility that God's kind of miraculously has worked out. Now, when you think of fellowship believers as where we're headed as a believer, who are you? I mean, you look around. Who are you? You are a part of that. You, you are the believer. You are part of his church. It's you. So if God's going to do it here for us as a fellowship, and you, you're actually participating in, and then also have seen this happen, What's going on in your life right now that you need some help in an unbelievable way? Question, are you willing to wait? I was listening to a very famous actress, and she was talking, she made a big, you know, and on a TV show for a long time, and, and uh, they asked her about her auditions through the years, and she would, you, could you handle this? She was rejected over roles over a hundred times before she got this part that made her famous. Could you keep going for that same job that you know that you love to do and you want to do and God's called you to do and a hundred times someone's told you, nah, I don't think that's, this, nah, that's not going to work. When God's involved in your life, we always say here, no, doesn't always mean no. I want you to know he's got a plan. We're going to look at one more verse and we're going to close. So we're headed down this road. Matthew chapter 16 and verses 18 and 19. Jesus is going to leave this world and he was going to leave his disciples and they were getting more and more concerned as they began to understand what was happening. And he shares these words, especially with, with Peter and those that he loved. And Jesus in Matthew chapter 16, verses 18 and 19, he says, And I also say unto you that you are Peter on this rock, meaning Jesus Christ. I will build my church and the gates of hell, Hades, shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you Bind on earth will be bound, whatever in heaven, and also whatever you loose on earth will be loosened in heaven. What the Lord is telling us, no matter what you see in this world, you are a part of his church. What are we doing all this for? Look at your own life. Look at mine. Why are you here today? Because you realize more than ever, man, this life is a, it's just fly, it's a vapor. It's just, you can't, like what happened? We were here last week, we're here again. You know, I always say this, I said it last week. When you turn your clocks, you know, ahead, right? It's like, whoop, that, that's gone. 
That's our life. You know what? That's our life. What God is trying to share, whether it's you as a believer and his church, that we're getting ready to do and what God's going to do. We're going to talk more about it next week. I just want you to know God's going to do it through you. You are his church. Jesus says, I don't care what the devil tries to do, we're going to, through City Church, see other believers come to know Jesus Christ as their Savior. You're going to be a part of changing people's lives and that vision I've always had and still, we still continue to do to help single moms and help kids that need food. I'll never, never forget, I was at a bank years ago and I was waiting to see the manager. And my grandfather started a church a long time ago and, and I'm named after my grandfather and the person who manages the bank called my name out and said, hey, just my, hey, Dallas, I'm here, to, you can come over and see me now. Well, there was a lady, which I didn't know, waited till I finished seeing the person's bank and I came back out and she was with the teller and she came out and she was, hey, Dallas, can I, I see you for a second? I said, sure. And she probably looked, I don't know, she's probably maybe around 80 years old, I, I, or around there. And she says, I got to tell you something. She says, when I was a kid, we didn't know how we were going to make it through Thanksgiving and Christmas. And she said, before Thanksgiving, there was a Big, big knock. My grandfather was a big guy. There's a big knock on the door. And he said, your grandfather was standing in front of our house. Little old house. And she said, I opened the door as a little kid. <laughs> he said, he stood there with a huge two bags of just groceries just piled high. And she said, I, I remember that to this day how my mom didn't know how we were going to make it. How we were going to make it. And she's telling me some 70 years later what God did. Listen, you're those people. God is using you. We have yet to see what the Lord is going to do through this ministry as we continue to do. Year after year, she never forgot that. And God worked in her life and look what all she did for other people probably. Do you understand? That's why we're still here. We're still here to bring light and love to all these people that hurt because it's a hurting world. And we're here first to help each other and hug each other and love each other and pray for each other and to know that we're going to get through. And the devil can try and do whatever he does, but he will not succeed. And just as he will build this church, the local church, his church, the gates of hell will never, ever prevail. He wants you to know today. Take this miracle into your life personally and to know God will complete what he started in your life.
and that plan, you're going to still keep going down that road, and you know what the good Lord's going to give you? Even though it might not be all fixed, he's going to give you peace and joy all along the way. And all we want to do as we go down that road is pick other people up in the side of the ditch or living in darkness. As the book of Jude says, pull them out of the fire and bring them into the light of God's kingdom forever and ever and ever. Let's pray. As our heads are bowed today, as which we always do, we have so many people now watching on all our different apps, on all our different Facebook Live, Facebook. I mean, I can't remember all of them we're on now, but I just know that there's a lot of people watching. So it's to you right now. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior, God's had you tune in right now to hear what I share today. To know that that you can make it. You can't make it on your own. God made a way. Forever, ever, and ever. For you and for me. For anybody. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. Shall be saved. No matter who you are, what you've done, where you're at. And how dark it is, you can still see the light of Jesus. See, Dallas, what do I, what do I have to do? Just, just start. He who, begun, who has begun a good work in you, Jesus, he, he, he made a way. God sent his son to this world who lived a perfect life and gave us his example. And he put himself on that cross and shed his blood never sinned but he took all the sins of the world upon him on that cross and he shed his blood for you and for me and all you got to do is pray with me believe Jesus I believe who you are I don't understand everything but I believe that you died on a cross for me And Jesus, will you forgive me for all my sins? Cleanse me from all of my unrighteousness. Lord, I'll never be able to thank you enough. But from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. Father, we love you because you first loved us. Lord, if there's someone here right here, right now, as Ben leads us in this verse today, this invitation. May a friend bring a friend or a family member, and I can just show them in your word and lead them to you, and they can find heaven as their home. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, 
we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his Son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.